Praise God. You're welcome to Victory Corner this, this, this lovely day. It is well with you. If you are hearing my voice for the first time, this is Pastor Ndobishi. And this is a, a podcast dedicated to the sharing of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ for the purpose of edification and uh, to uphold the glory of God and His will and purpose. Uh, today we're going to look at a, a very interesting topic, the, the, the sons of David, the sons of David, right, well, we may not really have paid so much attention to, to David's children, but we do know that David was the king anointed to replace Saul, the Bible describes him uh, as the one after God's heart. God loved him so much. If you, if you look at the way he was anointed, you understand that God really carefully selected him, so he loved him. He, he had the qualities that God wanted at that time. So, so God commanded Samuel to go to Jesse's family to, look, to go and anoint someone. You know, It was until Samuel got there that he realized he didn't know who he was going to anoint. He just had to go there first. Because God was going to unveil this, this young boy. So God was not working according to man's uh, uh, requirements uh, or conditions for enthronement or promotion and all that. He was not looking after, he was not looking for PhD degree holders, BSc, 30 years experience in ministry, 20 years working experience, 10 years, blah, blah, blah. God was not interested in that. So he... He, he wanted uh, one who had regard for him, who loved him, who feared him, who, who used every given opportunity to appreciate him for his, his goodness. And David was, was that guy, as young as he was. And you can check out the Psalms that he wrote. Most of them were uh, Psalms of Thanksgiving. And the others were Psalms uh, of Cry of Mercy when he was asking God for help, declaration of loyalty to God and all that to God. God really valued that. So as, but as perfect as David was, he, his family was not a perfect one. His family was not a perfect one. All right, David had children who, who really had very questionable characters. I mean, the characters we are really nothing to write home about. I know, and, and uh, the Bible records in Second Samuel three, verse one to five. Right, David's sons born in Hebron. He said, "These are the sons who were born to David in Hebron. The oldest was Ammon, whose mother was Ahinoam." From Jezreel. So, this one, Ammon in particular, was one that slept, that defied his, his stepbrother's sister. Right? So, he committed such an abomination in the house of David. While David was king, he, he defied his sister. He forced, he forced his sister to bed and, you know, and talked time to that. The second was Daniel, who we don't know much about whose mother was Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. Okay, we remember the widow that helped David, if you recall. Right. 
David ended up marrying her because, you know, after when they met, for some reasons, he had to marry her. I don't know whether he was led by God to do that. Right, then the third was Absalom. Absalom, whose mother was Maka, the daughter of Tamar, king of Geshur. Right, Absalom is the one that rebelled against David. If you remember, we know, we, we know how he died. He, he died in a terrible way. Joab ran after him. He died. And, and David mourned him. David mourned him. David was really angry with Joab for, for killing his son. So, so David was so much burdened by problems in his life. Too much problems in his life. Was so much burdened by that. The fourth was Adonijah, whose mother was, was Haggit. Adonijah, whose mother was Haggit. We don't know much about them, but David didn't take them serious because of of their mother's background. So he, he was marrying women from different different tribes. Most of them are not even Jews, right? So they had certain uh, backgrounds in idol worship and all that. The fifth was uh, Chef Fatia, whose mother was Abital. Different mothers, different mothers, right? So so you could see that David himself was 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 really into women. So you you, you can't be surprised that his son Solomon had so many of them, right? The the sixth was Eterim, whose mother was Elga. So 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 we see so we already have a, we're having like one, two, three, four, five women, different women, um, minus the concubines that we do not know about, and then so eventually you know about Solomon, who whose 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 mother was the wife of of his general. Who he had to kill to, to uh, to, mar- to 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 lie to lay with her, you know, to sleep with her and all that. Um, so so you see, so one we wonder why why God had to choose a child born from such a union, a product of such a union and all that. Even though the uh, the child, the product of the adultery, died, Solomon was still the product of that union. It was an ungodly one because he 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 killed the husband to have her. All right, so so David had a very terrible family foundation for his children. He had a, he had a very terrible uh, family tradition. He had a very terrible uh, legacy. His children were not really. Uh, uh, once you can we can look at and say, ah, indeed, their father was great. Look at what their children has become. Right, so, so David's sons a bad example for, for one who God had uh, had had selected to be a king of Israel. Bad example for the one who who, who God calls one after his heart. Right. Well, there is something in particular that, that God was interested in, that, that, God, that made God to overlook all that and uh, sustained and preserved the throne of David. It was the fact that David, you know, in spite of all that, had a repentant heart. If, if, you, if you watch the way he handled the problems in his family, like when, when Ammon, Ammon did what he did, 
He cried. He went, he went in and cried. He accepted his fate. Like he said, God, I know. I know these things are happening because of the evil that I did. They happened because of I killed my general. I told his wife, all this evil are happening to me right now. So he he knew. He accepted the pains, the burdens, the, the, the evil, the, the persecutions, the Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, remember that even though that God promised him, he assured him that uh, these challenges are going to be in his family. And uh, violence, violence will never live, live, live at all. All right, violence will never live at all. I told him that because of what he did, right? Because of what he did, he will, he will not really have have it easy. All right, and now. Uh, those those kids well well became became victims of his mistake. Alright, became victims of his promiscuity and his uh, his own mistakes. Alright, so so even though he had the contrite heart, those things were still there. As a sort of punishment. We pay for mistakes what we make over time. We we, we make mistakes. And we get to pay for it over time. That even though that grace is available now, grace does not really take away. It makes it easy for you to, to manage your life through those times of chastisement. Right? So grace is there to help you go through your chastisements, to go through your, your, your earthly punishment for what you have done. And to rise out of it stronger, there is a time for recompense. God said, "Vengeance is mine." There is, there is a time. Everybody will get to pay for what they have done, for the decisions they took in the past. Everybody will get to pay for the decision they took in the past. Right? So, if it's the wrong one, somehow it, it will come back to you. But when we pray for grace, grace will give us the strength, right? The strength to, to bear the chastisement. For that period of time, for that period of time, all right, the grace will be there to help you go through it. For, for the mistakes, for your negligence, for the errors, all right, for abandoning the given assignment, the task, right, for, for, for eventual, you, know, you have a God-given assignment. And the assignment is this, to, to, to be... Uh, a gatekeeper of your family. See what I mean? One who who stands as a watchman prayerfully. But then he spent the whole time you were supposed to use in doing that. Running around and running after the world. And this is what God is saying to you now. Listen, my grace, even though it is sufficient for you, you you've got to be where you should be at every given time. So that you will fulfill that which has been given to you to fulfill. Right. Right. So, so, so David understood the pains. Even when his son Absalom revolted, he didn't go fighting Absalom. Just his general, who was already running after Absalom, who thought that this guy has to be killed. He was doing his job, actually. But David, David, David's heart was not to go and kill his own son. He was crying within. He knew that this was some sort of punishment. Well, he was feeling the pain, right? He was 
he knew that this was some sort of punishment so he he accepted it he did accept it all right so even when Ammon did what he did and, and Absalom went and killed Ammon he, he could only cry he did not get Absalom arrested right he did not get him arrested he, he cried and cried and, I know I know I know please have mercy on me don't let my enemies laugh at me have mercy on me I know I know that if you are to punish me for the very things I, I did I will be off this earth you know he understood that so he accepted his fate at that time while praying to God you know you know some 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 some, some kings later on after David when 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 the prophet came to them with with warnings from God about what they're doing and with promise of punishments for them how they will get punished how they'll be moved to to uh, to Babylon how they'll be exiled and all that they didn't take it serious right so he, instead of repenting of their sins they have however some of them arrested the prophets some of them killed the prophets some of them imprisoned the prophets some of them imprisoned the messengers that brought that message to them so so instead of having a contrite heart you know, they went further away from, from God. I started running after idols, just like for, for example Solomon. When Solomon got the warning from Nathan and the other prophet that came to him, he almost killed them. So instead of repenting of what he was doing, bringing foreign women into Israel, just like his father did, he was bringing foreign women much more, much more, more, more than his father did. I was, I was bringing idolatry, the worship of idols into Israel. He did not. He did not take caution. He did not repent of his sins. So that he started fighting those who God had appointed to remove him. Rehoboam and Co. Or is it Jeroboam? So he started fighting them. Right? So, so there are people who even though they receive the warnings, they don't take it serious. They, they rather rebel against God. Such people, they don't have contrite hearts, right? But, but David heart, you see? David heart. Right, so the, the sons of David gave him, brought pains to him. They brought serious pains to him. Right, but, but that did not stop him from, from, from praying to God and asking you know, for mercy. He prayed for his children. He, so that's why it was just Ammon and, uh, what's his name, Absalom that was, that was lost. And, and, and eventually Solomon, who is a, a product of a bad relationship, became king. And even though he ended badly, the throne of David was preserved. Even though it was divided into 12, it was broken according to the 12 tribes, a portion was preserved for David because of that covenant that, that David had with God. Right? So, this, uh, so, so, it, so it's, it's not always going to be perfect, really. I mean, it's not going to always be perfect, right? Even as, as a minister of gospel, as a pastor, as a bishop, if, if you have a, a, a bad foundation, if you... If you have a bad life about about you have secrets, bad foundations that 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 does not that does not speak well about your, your closeness to God or how do, how do I put it? If if your foundations are faulty, if if they are faulty, my brother, my sister, if they are faulty, they are, they they're gonna come back to you in one way or the other. Even if you are ordained, if you are a bishop, uh, chief chief executive officer of a church, I don't know what what titles. That you, that, you, that you have, right? It, it, it doesn't stop these things from happening. Uh, I mean, it's happening now. Popular bishops whose children are just wayward and all that. This this is real. So it's it's all about having really the, the right foundation, right? 
so that so that you won't have to have to be in the position that David was, where he was seeing his children doing the things that they were doing, things that bring embarrassments really to family and all that. And may God help us as we reflect on His Word this, this Sunday. This is yet another Sunday, the 11th of December, with uh, less than uh, 17 days away from our Umebraja revival. Right, we, we give thanks to God for yet another year, for His help. He has been helping us, for His goodness and mercy. Right, and uh, for who He is. As we continue to count down, we encourage you to please reach out to us and, and support this program. Your your your, your assistance, your, your contribution, your your presence there can do a whole lot. All right. So we're going to have a, a program where we, we reach out to people. We, we will not only give them drugs and clothing and all that. We will also pray with them and to 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 in, usher them into a new a new time. A new season in their lives where, where the mercy of God will be prevalent. This is our prayer. And it is God's will that above all things that the people of Umeribiraja succeeds and prospers. And may this be your portion as well, that you may prosper in Jesus' name. So why don't you reach out to us through WhatsApp on 091 5130198 on WhatsApp, or you can send us a message on WhatsApp too on this other line 090 This is this is Pastor on WC. God bless you. Do have a fantastic week ahead. It is well with you.